I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Okay, it's time to take five and figure out the great whys in life. That means different things for different people. For example, a famous astronomer is trying to figure out why something called dark matter makes up most of the universe. She claims that although it makes up most of the universe, we can't see it or feel it or taste it, but it's definitely there. And without it, all the planets would go whizzing off in different directions. So why can't we see it, feel it, or taste it? My whys are a little less cosmic. I wonder, for example, why, if there is a Mayo Clinic, why isn't there a mustard clinic? And although it is true that beauty is skin deep, why would you want a beautiful liver? And if a woman farts, why is she embarrassed? Guys aren't embarrassed by farts. Farts, to a guy, are an endless source of entertainment, male bonding, self-expression. And on the subject of wise, how come when a woman uses the word fine, it's time for a guy to just shut up? Because the conversation is really over. Why is that? On the other hand, when a woman uses the word nothing, why does it really mean something? And think about this. Why do conversations with a woman that begin with the word nothing so often end with the word fine? And when a woman says, go ahead, why should you not go ahead and do it? I think a woman's go-ahead seems to be kind of the mirror image of when a guy says, Hey, watch this. <laughs> Why is it that a sandwich tastes better when you cut it diagonally from one corner to the opposite corner? And why does my coffee taste best when I drink it out of the cup with the New York Mets logo on it? I'm not, I'm not kidding. It does. I pack that cup with me when I take a trip. And why, when you are introduced to somebody, does that somebody ask you, how are you? He doesn't really care. So why, even when you're feeling like you're in a coma and moments from death, when he says, how are you, you always say, fine, how are you? Neither the question nor the answer means anything. And that's why, when somebody says, how are you, to me, I always say, I am quite lifelike, thank you. Quite often, people just look around as if they're trying to find the mothership on which I must have just arrived. And why, when somebody says, have a nice day, do you usually say you too? When somebody says, have a nice day to me, I always respond with, thank you, but I have other plans. And why do people who have kids persist in trying to clean their houses? Cleaning your house when you have kids is like shoveling snow while the blizzard is still raging. And speaking of blizzards, why, when you try to be cool, do you always fail?
sticks to tails, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's driving you nuts out the other ear and you can calm down and figure out the great whys in your life. The U.S. Attorney's Office just announced that they seized 20,000 defective intrauterine devices. One hopes those intrauterine devices were not in use at the time of the seizure. If the answer is sis boom ba, what is the question? If the answer is sis boom ba, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet. Well, maybe you know if you used to watch the Johnny Carson show. Anyway, I'll tell you in a minute. Some smart guys in white lab coats just found the remains of a prehistoric bird with a 52-foot wingspan in Texas. 52-foot wingspan. How would you like to have been a statue in those days? <laughs> and the NFL has announced they are cutting down on the number of commercials on the TV broadcasts. Guess they probably figure the fans don't need quite that many potty breaks. All right, if the answer is sis boom ba, the question is, what is the sound an exploding sheep makes? Sis boom ba. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny Carson. <laughs> Digs the tails, they take your mind off your mind. little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or the spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or the daily blogs at DickSummer.com slash DSblog, please tell a friend because your friend might like them too and you would be doing me a favor. Thank you very much. Possibly the greatest why of them all is why is it that you need love the most when you least deserve it? There's a story about that in my Love Comes When You Least Expect It spoken word story CD. This is a story about two pilots and a normal human being. It's also a story about trading a life full of trust for a moment of truth. There are no heroes or villains, but unfortunately, there are winners and losers. Now, before you pass judgment on any of these people, please stop for just a moment and think, what would you have done? under the same circumstances, if nobody would have ever found out. Until tonight, I thought trust and truth went together like mom and apple pie or beauty and the beast. But tonight, your beast touched another woman, my love. We really are like beauty and the beast. You are so lovely. I've never lied to you before. How can I tell you? How can I trade your trust for this truth? I won't have to tell you. You'll know. You'll hear it in my voice first. Then you'll see it in my eyes. That's the way it always has been when something goes wrong. I know what beauty loves about this beast. It's the absolute concentration on our love. I used to watch you so carefully in the moonlight that the night turned purple around you. Your sleeping face became so beautiful, so supple. You lit every cell in your body with the warm golden light that you feel inside. You always slept so close to innocence, especially after we made love. Most nights your skin has a scent of yellow and blue wildflowers mixed with smoke from a hardwood fire about it. 
And those are the nights when beauty wants to make love with her beast. And now it's only a question of time until you know. A question of time. Ten minutes. That's all it was. Just an ounce of loving that I gave her. A drop of concentration from the ocean that belongs to you. How many Christmas Eves full of homemade presents? How many children's questions? How many laughs and tears have we shared, my love? How long have you been my beauty, my woman, my trusted friend? Not touching you now would be a sin against the God who gave us to each other. Until tonight, I thought trust and truth went together like beauty and the beast. Now, if I ever trade your trust, my love, for this truth, how will I ever touch you again? How will I ever touch you again? And how could a man who calls a woman my love ever be unfaithful to her? And if he is unfaithful, even only once, can she ever have faith in him again? And just as important, can he ever regain his faith in himself? How could a thing like that happen? It was midnight. It was windy. It was cold. The coffee was so old that it tasted like it had a crust. There was a familiar smell of aviation gas and dust hanging over the old brown cracked leather couch in the pilot's lounge. You know, most people think of airports, they think of JFK or O'Hare or LAX. Airports, their destinations. But this was just a fuel stop runway in the middle of a trip. A trip that had 500 more miles to go in a little four-seat airplane. It was getting bounced around pretty badly on a raw, nasty, dangerous, icy night. It should have meant 50 more gallons of gas for the plane and about 10 minutes of rest for the pilot. There was just enough light from an old green shaded lamp to trace the out-of-place tinkle of dangle earrings flickering under long, shining, soft brown hair. She had a soft voice, quick smile, warm laugh. She was slowly running her fingers through her hair when one of her fingernails clicked against some uncomfortable clasp that slowly came undone. She was instantly vulnerable, warm, unprotected. Every mysterious woman I've ever met. She became a quick question mark in the long everyday story of our lives, my love. You were so far away. There were 500 miles of black winter wind and deadly ice between us. And her soft lips were smiling close enough to feel her breath on my cheek. I know trust is forever. I know dreams are for lifetimes. But temptation is a moment out of time. So it has no respect for all of our years. It happened in an instant. The stranger became a lover. You became a stranger, my love.
he probably won't ever touch her again. Why is that? Why do some loves warm a whole lifetime, and other lifetimes have to do with only one instant of a love explosion that warms all the memories for the rest of time? And why do some cold lifetimes go by with no love at all, or worse, wandering around in the cold ashes of a worn-out love? If you are lucky enough to be in love, touch her. Touch her. The story is called Beauty and the Beast. It's the beginning of my love comes when you least expect it. Story CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, or if you just want to know how the story comes out, just go back to DickSummer.com. Check out the Love Comes When You Least Expect It icon on the home page. I know the answers to some of the great whys. For example, why do birds go eat a worm, then bring it back to the nest, and throw it up for their kids to eat? You know what the answer to that is? The answer is... That's so the kids get so grossed out that they leave the nest and go get jobs. It's obvious. Why do some guys become political analysts? That's because they don't have enough hair to be a TV anchor. Why should you be quiet and respectful in church? That's because all the people around you are sleeping. Why do women like the strong, silent type? My Lady Wonder Wench, who is a card-carrying woman says women like the strong, silent type because they think he's listening. (laughs) And you know why I think guys like starring in porno films? No, I mean, besides that. It's because when you get up in the morning, a porno film actor is already dressed for work. See? And why do you suppose a woman held up her middle finger last night at a singles bar down the street? I think that's because some guy asked her, What's your sign? Maybe you had to be there for that one. It's a little bit like dark matters. You can't see it or touch it or taste it. You just know it's there. So now, last and possibly the least of the whys. Why do I walk around looking like this? The answer is, it's because my other body is in the shop. Whoops, I forgot. If you want to lose weight, why not go to the gym at the Y? Okay, time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.